Hi, I'm Judah Michelle, and you're listening to The Thread, powered by Meaningful Minute. The fifth step in Reb Zusha's pathway, his derech toward Shuva, is the last letter of the word Shuva, hey, to live with tznias. What does it mean to live with tznias, with, with modesty? in the perspective of Reb Zusha, is the directive to live our lives through the lens of pnimis, of, of internality, uh, of, of depth. Tznias means to strive to live a life of personal dignity, of, of discretion, privacy, and of boundaries. All of these things are, are fundamental to any type of healthy relationship. Um, and it's important, as, uh, as many have pointed out, to, to, to remember to speak about Sneas in a, in a Tzanua way. Just talking about things which are private and inside, on the outside, already is, is pushing the boundary, so to speak. Tzanias is not simply a, a system of preventing us from, from sin um, or concealing that which ought not to be expressed or, or shown in public. Um, it's is a posture of, of living uh, that ensures that we and our priorities, our lives and our choices are, are bamakom, that we're in place, that we're living and, and cultivating a, a knowledge of, of what's appropriate, that there's, a, that there's a right time and place for all that we say and all that we do. Tznias is a trait that, that, that focuses on us, uh, focuses us on, on what's real, on, on what's, what's, what's lasting in our lives, what's most essential to our existence. Uh, the self-respect uh, of Tznias includes honoring the difference between uh, behaviors and experiences that belong in a, in a private setting, in, in, in a private space, inside, uh, behind closed doors, and behavior and activity and, uh, that, that belongs in a, in a public sphere, each have their place, each have their makom. Everything that exists, everything in this world has an outside and an inside. Even ideas, uh, movements, emotions, places, objects, words, everything that exists has an inside and an outside dimension. When we condition ourselves to be people of tznius, tznuim, meaning people of cultivating this step of, 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 of yearning toward internality, toward depth, toward pnimius, then we're able to, to recognize the dichotomy that's present in, in every phenomenon and aspect of, of creation. There's things that we could sense, that we could smell, that we could taste, that we can measure, that we can feel and touch. And that's the outside, that's the chitzoniyut. And then there's something which exists beneath that, the heart of the matter, the pnimius. The midah of tznius, the avoda of tznius, the step in tshuva called hatznei alechet, um, directs us toward uh, recognizing and allowing us to distinguish and become people that are aware of elokus, of the godliness, which is the heart of everything. The Ribbon Shalolam and His will, that spark of divine vitality that exists in all, that we learned uh, innocently with Tmimus and, and experience uh, through Shivisi in, in our constant awareness, and, and, and that we've learned is, is a loving presence in our lives, 
and in everything that we do in Bechol, the Rechecha Da'ehu, when we come to Tznias, that this final stop on, on, on Reb Zusha's prescription, we, we understand that in order to be connected to that force of the world called the Ribona Shalom, we have to be able to look beneath the surface, to find that vitality which is pulsating within every aspect of our world. Hatznei Lechas shifts our focus from being concerned with how things feel and how much they cost and, and what they taste like and, and what, what we look like on the outside to what really lies beneath the surface on the inside, to being people of panemius, internal people. One of the great uh, teachers of Torah, one of the great Gaonim of our generation was uh, Ramosha Shapiro Zatzal. Um, he was a, a, a thinker and a, and a Magid Shir and a Rosh Kolel, somebody who just had a mastery of, of, of every area of Torah knowledge revealed and concealed um, and delivered dozens of shiurim every week, brilliant, insightful, penetrating in depth in, in, in all areas of, of Torah. Um, in, a, in a very moving and thoughtful hesped by one of Rav Moshe Shapira's closest Talmidim, uh, Rabbi Dr. Akiva Tatz, um, he, he shared a, an anecdote, which is, which is uh, really captures both Rav Moshe and also, also I, I, I believe, uh, a, a real element of, of this final step in Rav Zusha's pathway. Um, as a young man before his bar mitzvah, Rav Moshe would spend the end of Shabbos, the final moments of Shabbos, each week at a small shal shudas in, in the Ger Shtibel in Tel Aviv. There was a time where, where the chassidim were in Tel Aviv. And uh, you know, there's a small group of elderly Holocaust survivors that, um, that learned to appreciate the ways and, and, and the wisdom of, of uh, the lost world of, of Polish Hasidus. And, and Ramosha sat there and, and really drew from them and learned a lot from them. One of the older men who was a, a quiet, unassuming, modest Hasidic guy uh, shared an insight that had a major impact on uh, the young Ramosha, and, and he would refer to it uh, often. When when the Aron Kodesh, when the Aron Kodesh was returned to Klal Yisrael from the Plishtim, so Pasuk says, describes the scene. It was like a very festive scene. It was a big deal. Finally, the Aron Kodesh came back from the hands of our enemies. There was a time in Jewish history where we knew there's us and them. The Aron Kodesh was in the hands of our enemies. So all of Klal Yisrael came out to celebrate the restoration of Torah, of the Aron Kodesh, the sign, the symbol of, of Jewish life and living, and also the, the Jewish pride and honor uh, back to its proper place. The Pesach says, V'david, the king, David HaMelech, V'david mecharker b'chol oz, lifnei Hashem. David HaMelech came out and he danced with all of his strength before Hashem. He did somersaults and he danced and did all sorts of movements. David HaMelech's wife, Michal Bat Shaul, eh, she, wasn't so, she wasn't so thrilled. She was disappointed in his behavior. She criticized the way that he danced. He was like dancing with reckless abandon. It seemed like it wasn't befitting. And she said, no, is this the way that uh, Melech Yisrael, is this the way that, that, that a king should, uh, should behave? Ke'echad harekim, she said, like one of the people who, who are empty, like a commoner. And, 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 and inside, Vativa's Lobaliba, she, she like, she, she, she knocked him, she despised him, she, she kind of like ripped on her husband and was embarrassed by him in her heart. And David Melech understood this whole thing. He got the vibes and, and, and took Michal's criticism. And David Melech, you can imagine the experience. David Melech says to his wife, Vinikalosi od mizos. Not only, not only would I do it again. 
he doubled down. I don't know if this is like, this is not, it's not David HaMelech's Shalom Bayesri, but it's David HaMelech standing up for the honor of, of God and Torah and the Jewish people. David HaMelech says, not only would I do it again, but v'nekalosi od mizos, I would lower myself even further. I would do an extra backflip. I would do even more. Vaisi shafal be'enai. Even if I look lowly, even if I, I, I would lower my esteem among people potentially, I would do it again and I'd do it even more. What, what, what that indicates is that wasn't, Michal wasn't only frustrated um, that her husband, that Davon HaMelech, appeared undignified, that his shirt got wrinkled and maybe, you know, he kicked up some dust. When Davon HaMelech danced before the Aron Kodesh, Lifnei Hashem, he was in a state of incredible dveikas. He was completely before God, attached to Hashem. And, and in that, 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 that trance, that, that ecstatic dveikas, his, his, his essence, his, his etzem, his essential soul came out. Who he really was came out. On the outside, a king has to look a certain way and conduct a certain way. There's an outside and there's an inside. The heart of the king was publicly revealed. His, his olam hapnim, his inner world, came out. Beneath all of the nobility and all the dignity and all the trappings of the malchus lies a heart that was on fire for the Rebbe Shalom, and that came out. Michal, the daughter of the king, the daughter of Shaul HaMelech, Michal censured her husband for seemingly revealing too much of his inner world. There's certain things that remain inside, like an iceberg. What we see on the outside belies so much more that lies beneath the surface. She said, you're like one of the commoners. Now you're, you, you, you've, you're like someone who's emptied their entire inner self. You've, you've, you've opened yourself up. You've exposed that which ought to remain concealed. You've emptied yourself of your internality, of your panemius, through inappropriate overexposure. That's what Michal Bacha'ul is saying. By opening up that part of himself for others to see, Michal was afraid that David Amalek had drained his uh, spiritual reservoir. He's, maybe he's going to be out of battery now. He put it all out there for everyone to see. And once it's on public display, even if it's appropriate, even if it's Erlich, even if it's, if it's Ernst, even if it's appropriate, it drains the battery when other people see it. That which was private was made public. David HaMelech's emphatic response, V'nikalosi od mizos, directly addresses his wife's concerns. Do you really think that I exposed my true deepest self? I, I, I would do it even more. I would gladly lower myself even more. If that's what's called lower, there's layers. You think that I showed everything I got? You think that they saw the best of me? There's layers and layers and layers of depth, more inside and more inside, deeper and deeper inside. The reservoir of my ruchniest, of my inner world, is so deep and it still remains hidden. For Kvod Shamayim, I exposed, I gave, I gave the world a glimpse. I, I, I did flips. I did somersaults. I did somersaults in front of the Aaron. Uh, but I exposed just a glimpse, just the tip of the iceberg. My true self remains unfathomably concealed. There's so much more that, that lies beneath the surface. When, when, when we go through our lives attuned to the Midah of Hatsnei Aleches, we, we understand that, that, that the Ein HaBracha Shorah, that blessing really rests in a place that's Samoim and Ha'ayin, that, that's concealed. The real magic takes place behind closed doors, uh, uh, be, beyond that which can be seen, beyond that which could be felt, beyond that which can be measured.
Kvod Elokim has their davar. The glory of God is, is, is a concealed matter. So tshuva is something which is, we keep saying over and over, it's not hard. Rabbi Zush is telling us it's not hard. Beficha ubilvav chala asoso. It's in, our, in, in the way we, we feel, in the way we, the way we frame our consciousness, in the way we think about things. Beficha, the way we speak about things, the words that we use. Ula asoso, in our actions. A, a couple of takeaways about, about Sneas, which, which all too often is, is spoken about in a non-Sanua way. All too often is spoken about in an external way, in a way which, which simply measures the type of clothing we wear and, 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 and length. And everything has its place. Everything has its place. But, but to not miss the main thing. Sneas, ironically, is about keeping the main thing the main thing. Putting aside that which is in the world of Chitzonius, and attaching ourselves to that which lies beneath the surface, the world of panemius, our will, our intention. So to be a person who lives a life which is tzanua, someone who is searching for opportunities to create a very special, sacred and secret, private place in the world. That means to be among people, to be in public, to be working and doing and learning and, and, and engaged in the world around us with people in ways that are appropriate, but to know what it means to be bamakom to check and recheck ourselves constantly to make sure that we are having healthy, appropriate boundaries with our friends, with our family. The way that this could be done is by thinking about the most sacred of spaces in the world, the Beis HaMikdash. And the Beis HaMikdash is, 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 is a great example because the, the, the temple had many different areas and, and not every place in the Beis HaMikdash was meant for every person and every single time. There was a time where we went to the Kodesh and there was a time where we would come to the Azara. There were certain type of people in the world who were welcome to come. Everyone in the world, Jew and Gentile, Havdil alike, were welcome to come to the Beis HaMikdash, but, but not everywhere. And not in a state of impurity. Only, Bashas, only if a person has gone to the Mikveh and it was Tahor, could they ascend the mount. Only... Only men had one certain place. Women had an Ezra's Nashim. Levim had a certain place to stand. Kohanim had a certain place to do their place. Guests are in the Simchas Beis filled the Azara. And on the most holy of days, the most exalted of people, a representative of the Jewish people, at the most sacred of times, the Kohen Gadol enters the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Now, it's not just on Yom Kippur, Ms. Manadar, Hayakohen Gadol, that we can enter into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Whenever we create a sacred, private space, Beino Labein Kono, between us and Hashem, or between us uh, and the ones that we love the most, between friends or between partners, we are creating and replicating a Kodesh HaKadoshim. There's a place where we welcome visitors and guests and strangers to know us and to interact with us in a certain way. And then there's a place where we have our family, that's a little bit more inside, a little bit more private. And there's a place where even certain family members are, are not welcome. Certain parts of the house, perhaps, that are, that, are, that are more private. And then even within the most intimate and private of relationships, in the, in the place where Tznius is most expressed, even there, even in the Holy of Holies, where the Kohen Gadol only goes once a year, the most private inside of places where you would think the highlight of the year should be that all of Kla Yisrael is together, the whole world is waiting for the Gzar Din, everybody should be watching, but instead Hashem tells us something very, very, very powerful. Go inside. Close the door. Experience Yichud with me. That's how I want every single one of you, every single one of us to experience our relationship. Together, alone. And the Kohen goes into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. 
And there in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, there's an Aron. And inside of that Aron, there's Luchos Habris, and there's also the broken tablets that represent all of the mistakes and distance and alienation that we experience by the Chaita and Gimel, by the Chaita Egel, which is the headquarters, the Meshachachma says, for all of our distance between us and God. There, in that room, in that private place, in that Sanua place behind closed doors where we reveal our, our, our Yechida, our most true selves, our highest selves on the highest day, in that moment, there's an Aron Kodesh that remains closed. That place remains private. Even in the most private place within a relationship, there are things that we share and there are things that we don't share. There are places that we open and there are places that we don't open. Living with the Midah of Hatsnei Alechet, as this step in Shuva means knowing those boundaries, knowing those places, and living a life that respects them. When we receive the Torah on Har Sinai, buzzers, bells, and whistles, the whole world went silent. Three million women, children, and men shared this incredible divine revelation together, open. But those luchos didn't last. It was the luchos that were given the second time around, on, on that Yom Kippur day, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up and, and engaged HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a process of tikkun and shuva on behalf of Klal Yisrael. When Hashem says, Salachti kidvarecha, I forgive you, in the privacy, in the intimacy, in the tznius of the, of the, the second revelation, which are the luchos shnios, where we find forgiveness. The final step in shuva is, is taking everything that we experience in the world and bringing it inside. Experiencing it, beino lebein kono, between us and Hashem. Now, if that's our mentality, then it's not hard to change our language in a tzadnuo way, to, 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 to not share everything. That there are certain mitzvahs and certain chasadim and certain activities and certain projects and learning in Ravodas Hashem that are wonderful to share and that are a kiddush Hashem. We have an idea of having a siyam, of inviting people to celebrate uh, our, our siyam, to celebrate our, the mitzvahs that we're beginning or the life cycles that we're celebrating. Barov am hadras melech. And then... And then there's something beneath the surface. V'nekaloti od mizos. Something else, something special. Beino lebein kono, just between us and Hashem. Our own little secret, our own little world of sod, our own little world of privacy that we can reveal something just between us that we don't have to share with others. Kvod elokim haster davar. Let's pick a project. Pick an avoda, a mida, something that we're working on. Of course, to share that with our loved ones. Of course, to be proud of that. To tell stories of ourselves at our own Shabbos table that we're proud of. Of course, to work with chaburas and friends and workshops and, and mentors and teachers and rabbim to, to, to work on these things and to share and do together. But also, something that's just between us and Hashem. Beficha, it's not hard. Talk to Hashem. Rabbi Nachman says that the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and end of all of this, the highest expression of tshuva, and the final gateway to tshuva is his bodhidus, is talking to Hashem by ourselves in our own words. It could be among people, it could be within our home, but even better if it's in a private, secluded place, a little bit nature, a little bit natural, so that we can awaken ourselves in a natural way, to speak simply to Hashem with tamimus, so we could sense God's presence before us, shivisi, to be able to express our love and feel the love Hashem has for us, vahavta, in an expansive way, in every aspect of our lives, our mistakes and our mitzvahs, our good things and the things that need rectification, in every facet of our being, in a way which is private, tzanua, through a private conversation with the Ribbon Shalom, to awaken that yichud, that connectivity called his bodhidus. La'asoso. 
when we have these moments, we have these experiences, and we 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 have these great accomplishments. So, uh, who's not in in a hundred different WhatsApp groups? If you're not, so 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 Hashem should bless you, kol kavod. But if, but if we are, or on social media, or around people, or at a Shabbos table with friends, or sitting around in the back of shul, not during davening, obviously talking about all the things that we're doing and interested in, and interested in, let there be one thing, perhaps that before we share it with others, before we talk about it, before we bring it from the inside to the outside, we hold on to it. We just hold the puck a little bit. And instead of sharing it right away, our experiences, what we're doing, what we're, what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, what we've accomplished, what we're eating, to just allow ourselves to experience that in that moment. That's also an expression of, of tzniyas. That's also an expression of somebody who's, who's not just experiencing life externally, but striving to experience it internally in Panemius. Everything has an outside and everything has an inside. There's a time and place for everything in God's world. Hashem should help us that, um, that in the merit of, of, of hopefully having humility to follow Reb Zusha's instructions, uh, we've entered uh, or we've continued <laughs> a pathway, a derech of, of drawing close to Hashem, of revealing God in every aspect of our lives. In, a, in an expansive and loving way. And he wrote so, and it should be that uh, all year round we should, uh, we should experience the sweetness, the joy, and the light, and the embrace of Hashem's love through Tshuva Me'ava uh, all year round, everywhere we go, and with everyone that we meet. And Amir Hashem will be blessed with reveal good to be able to accomplish Tshuva Shalema. And then, God willing, the world will come to Tshuva Shalema and we'll see the Gula Shalema Vamitis Mehra.